0: I'm here with Newt Larson, with my friend, and uh, some of you maybe have, have been here when Newt has preached in the past, so you're familiar with him, but some of you aren't. So, Newt, tell us quick who you are and what you do. I was named after Newt Rockney, so I'm a Notre Dame fan. <laughs> that, that just won you some applause, and you, a bunch of people checked out, too. I know it. Yeah. <laughs> I coach churches now, pastored 43 years, my wife Janine and I, and... Uh, now I, for the last eleven years, living up in in Michigan, uh, coach pastors and churches, and have connections almost every Sunday with a different church. That's fantastic. So, what do you love about the church? You know, I would say without hesitation, people like you, because I get to work with pastors. You're one of my favorites. I, I it's too far to come every week when I don't preach, but working with with the pastors and the people. The church has the, the best news. Mike said it well about the word of God and hearing from God, but it's also helping us love each other. I, I think the church does more good than we can say and always keeps working at it. I love the church. Well, it helped me a lot my, in a broken home growing up and it was a good part of my life. Yeah. Well, I'm thankful for you too and we're thankful for you. And uh, let's, let's welcome Newt this morning as he brings the word. Thanks, Josh. Thanks, and uh, last two times I was here, I think last year or maybe the year before, it was icy roads and one Sunday we had to call it off. Now it's icy conditions because we can't talk to each other. It's really a funny day. It's a strange day for all of us and I understand that. And thanks for being faithful and praying and there's a lot of people watching uh, on their screens in their living rooms. I can see you in your living rooms. If you lie down and go to sleep, I'm going to stop the sermon and say something. Join me in your Bibles in the first book of the Bible, Genesis. We just read together Genesis 5 about creation and what that means. And we're going to talk about the image of God and being made in the image of God. And in in Genesis 1, 26 and 27, these these amazing verses... uh, it says in verse 26, and God said, Let us make man in our image, or you could read mirror, likeness, after our likeness, and let them, that is, people, have dominion over the fish of the sea, they're in charge, over the birds of the heavens, and over the livestock. And over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the ground. Whoa, man is in man, woman. Always think both because that's how the Bible means it. Verse 27. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. What does it mean, kids? What does it mean? that you are made in the image of God. Clearly, it's a huge issue because man and woman have control over dogs and cows and plants in the image of God. Why do any lives matter around the world? Why do lives matter that have various colors of skin, various shades? What does it matter? Why can't we beat on each other or gossip about each other? What is it that God sees in a little baby that could grow up to be one of these people? Why is it important that you love other people no matter if you even know them and that you don't even even have to like them? What does God see in all of these people all over the world? In the people of various shades and in communist countries or still countries far away from God? What is it? And these verses tell what it is. That you were created and now live in the image of God. Huh? What does that mean? One of your mottos is, is related to uh, cows. And it, it, it says one of your values, no sacred cows. I understand that, but here's real cows. None of those cows, I saw a couple coming down, none of them ever turn to their partner, a fellow cow. That's what they call them, partners. None of them ever turn and say, isn't it great that we get to give milk For the kids in Wawasee Bible Church, they never think when they're eating grass, guess who this is for? The people in Wawasee, around Wawasee area, they just do it. Now maybe you have a trained cow or one that's more special than others, but they don't think like people do. Let's talk about the image of God. First, we were created. Let's let's go basic. The Bible begins this way. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Any questions? That's what it says. It just starts there. God of the universe. And how did he do it? Well, we're welcome to differ on exactly how. I believe that he said it and it was, let there be light. And there was light. Boom. I believe that when Jesus stopped the storm on the Sea of Galilee, he said two words, peace, stop it. Actually, the second word was still, and it stopped, not because a committee of angels rushed down to stop the wind, but because he says it, it is so. Way back in Exodus, when God split the Red Sea so the Israelites could cross it to their exodus, their redemption, their freedom, I believe God just said, split, and it did. Nothing had to happen other than that. And God said, let there be light. Do you believe that? And there was light. Now it gives the picture that he scooped out of dust and made a man. He said it, and it was so. He breathed into the man. There are pictures here that say it. We were created... Think about this. When you pray, we sang about being his child of God. I am a child of God. We were created by the God of the universe, the one true God. You can't have six creators. And how? By his word. In the New Testament, it says he holds everything together by the word of his power. Whoa. If you're an atomic scientist, you know that atoms hold everything together and there's some revolution. And we always wonder what it meant in Colossians when it says Christ holds it together. He holds the atom together. He's the creator of the universe. And we meet on Sundays, especially when we can even more, to talk about that and to honor him, the one who could help us who gave us a brain, who gave us the ability to go A, B, C, D, E, and put words together, but also the one who is in charge of 90, listen to this, 93 billion light years across the universe, 93 billion, traveling at a speed of 186,000 miles per second. That's faster than you drive. 186,000 miles per second, and you get to the other side of the universe in 93 billion years. Whoa. This is the God who made us and who loves us. We were created in the image of God. The Bible takes pains to help us understand that. Today, that is not that is not. That is not on people's minds sometimes. They hate somebody. You watched on TV as a policeman put his neck on a black skin and stayed there for eight minutes. We watched on TV as people reacted to that and didn't care how they treated each other's property. We were made in the image of God And that means we honor each other, and that first of all, we're very unique. Dogs never get together and say, Let's go out barking tonight. They don't text each other and say, What if we hit the garbage cans tonight? Maybe you have very smart dogs, but they don't do that. They don't have a soul spirit like that, like we do. So human beings are unique we think and decide, we look in mirrors and evaluate. And the Bible even implies in James, don't look in a mirror and walk away when you should fix something. (laughs) And it says, when you hear something from the word of God, fix it when you know it's you. But what this means is that we have an ability that no other living being has. It's interesting. I think it's interesting. You shouldn't murder. James 9, 6, do not murder man because he is made in the image of God. Whoa, neither should you gossip. Do not gossip, it says in James 3, 9, because people that you're talking about are made in the image of God. (laughs) There is no choice about racial prejudice. There is no choice about loving other people in your church or in your neighborhood. They were made in the image of God for which we give thanks. And I want to ask you as we keep going today, do you believe how God made you to make decisions to love people To be used by him for his credit and his glory. And in fact, to show his likeness. To give evidence of his love when you raise children or meet a new neighbor. And to show what it's like to be a church of people made in the image of God. Very unique. We train horses. We tell dogs to sit. And I know you'll give them a treat, but we are in charge of all this. We select from a menu. We look at life and decide what we want to do and what we want to be. The point is, we have these amazing abilities, and they're called, a strange word, ontic. They are a part of who we are. Many years ago, when I was in seminary, just before the Civil War, They had us all read James Orr's book. It was a classic for, for, actually for decades, and it's called The Image of God. And it says that the image of God means that we have abilities that horses don't have and cows don't have, and of course we do. We make choices. We have self-awareness. You know what you think about yourself right now. I do too. I don't know what you think about yourself, but myself. And it's part of that. And we have a conscience. Conscience can be seared. I remember the first time our first daughter lied and she started crying. She's made in the image of God. God doesn't lie. It goes against your conscience. This is part of what it means, the ontic. That we have ontic self-consciousness. Elephants probably think at times, man, why did I get this big trunk? Or giraffes, why so much neck? I've I've talked to giraffes and they've wondered. No, human beings are the ones who think like that. We have ontic abilities, and a, a big thing is that it also includes that we are spiritual. Man was made to be like God, and God is spirit, I remember in a discussion we had when I first got interested in the unique abilities and creation of man, taking a course from a man named Vernon Grounds, who wrote a book on the image of God. And we were talking about what it really means to be human, and he said... It means we have spirit. You may say your dog or your favorite horse has a spirit. I understand what you mean, but not in the sense that we are spiritual beings like God. God doesn't have a body, so we don't look like God. He doesn't look like. But we are spiritual like God is. In fact, the moment you depart, I depart my body, I go immediately to be with Christ because I'm in Christ like this, Dogs and cows and sheep and caterpillars are done. It even says, I don't even like this verse, but it says in Ecclesiastes that under the sun, that means just this life, without God, it's like we're roadkill. On the way down, I counted two roadkill on the way, none of which I did. But you don't stop and try to rescue this raccoon you don't stop and drive him to the hospital, he's just a raccoon. But human beings are spiritual, made in the unique likeness of God. ontic in that sense. When I was a pastor for a long time in Akron, Ohio, we did minute spots that were on the TV. And one time I did one with three horses standing beside me. Fortunately, they stood still. And I was saying, these gorgeous horses do not have eternal spirits. I got more emails from horse owners. And I didn't apologize, but I said, I'm sorry I offended you. I don't believe that they live forever. Human beings, you are a spiritual being. Take care of your body, but you are a spirit who has a body, not a body who has a spirit. That's part of what it means to be made in the image of God. And it makes possible those abilities, ontic abilities, make possible relationships. We can love each other. Some of you are married. You know who you are. You should by now. Relationships of love in a church also. Relationships that say, I'm sorry I said that. Forgive me relationships to witness, to build others. We care about how we affect others. We care how a church treats each other. Why? Because we were made in the image of God, we think like God thinks if we're willing to go that direction in life. Do you believe that? Do you know you're not here just to eat and sleep? Of course you do. And part of it is that we were made in the image of God. We have these real abilities that make possible relationships. And you can say, yes, but wolves have packs and cows have lines and pecking order in chickens and all of that. I understand that. And there were a few of them that actually seemed to marry certain kinds of ducks. But our relationships are in a very special category with God. We look at someone and say, I love you. We say, I'm sorry. We care about each other. We feel repentant. We cry because we did something, and we get back with God. That's part of what it means to be made in the image of God. We look at a rainbow and go, oh, did you see the one this morning? We have a picture of it. God made it. He's in charge of all this. Before I go on, so then why do people treat each other the way they do? Some of my life is spent with churches that are fighting each other. It's crazy. They are not living like they should in the image of God. Why are these racial riots happening again? How can people hate each other like that? Because though we were created like this, we fell away. It was a cosmic rebellion when Adam and Eve said, Fui on you. And man has the unique ability to go to the moon or just a week ago to go up there and walk in extraterrestrial, extravehicular space outside there. We watched some of it. How does he do that? Because he's smart, because he has brains, because he has spirit and can make decisions. But when you're apart from God, you often make those decisions to kill or to hurt or to gossip. Or to cheat. Made in the image of God, but also to have a relationship with God and to image Him. I believe, I urge you to consider this at least, that we were made in the image of God so we would reflect His love to other races, to other people, to each other. Man, woman, made in the image of God is meant to show others to image or mirror. When you look in a mirror, you see an image of you. People should look at me and at you and see in a little way an image of the love and goodness of God. Whoa. That is our responsibility, part of it, here on earth. Do you accept that? Do you realize, kids, that you were meant to grow up in a way to image your mom and your dad? That's a good thing, but especially to grow up and to sh- so that people look at this church and say, those people really love each other. God is love, they might even add. Those people really, get, really forgive each other. God forgives us. You image or reflect the goodness of God. The deep theology books, some of which I can read, some of which I read six times till I understand, say that man, Burkauer says it this way, he shines forth in the service of God, the true mirroring of God, the image of God. In earthly reality, he shows what God is like. That's you. That is I. We were created in the image of God, with will and spirit to reflect who God is and what he does in our lives. And that's why we were made. This next one just reminds us, have a heart. Don't make your decisions on the basis of money or hands or abilities alone. Make your decisions, as it says in the New Testament, constantly to reflect the glory of God Look at this next reminder as the sentence of outline is completed. We were made in the image of God. Ephesians chapter 4. Next slide. And it says so we could image God. Let me read a couple of verses. In Romans 8:29 many of you know that fabulous Fabulous promise, and we know that all things work together for good. But in the next verse, it says, we were predestined, we were called, we, we someday we'll be glorified so that we could be conformed to his image, though, right now. Conformed to his likeness. To image God. We were created in the image of God so we could image him. Use it as a verb. Let's back up a minute. Cosmic rebellion means that we fell in our own garden, too. We grew up saying the word mine. We never had to be taught to lie. We are in rebellion against God ourselves. But when we believe in Jesus Christ and start to live in combination with him, have you? Remember that when Jesus died on the cross, all your sins were put on his back. Everyone on his spirit, he cried out, my God, why have you forsaken me? It's because of Newt Larson's sins and Josh Weiland's and yours were being paid for. Don't you ever say, I'm paying for my sins. When you believe that and put your faith in him, that counts for you. What's more, when you believe in him, your faith is counted as righteousness, Romans 4.1. Because you trust him, your sins are cared for. Because you trust him and believe in him, your righteousness is given as a gift, and it's the righteousness of Christ. Whoa. Then live this way. And then you're renewed in the image of God. And then, as it says in Ephesians chapter 4, put on the new man. Whereby you are recreated in the image of Christ. Verse 24, put on the new self created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. Whoa. Now we're growing in that and it's not complete and it's not final. But we were called, you are called Wawasee Church. I am called wherever I am. Keep growing in this to image God. Now, eagles show his handiwork, and he's amazing. Mountains declare his glory. It says in Psalm chapter 19 that the heavens shout. We should look at the stars in the sky and not just say, I wonder how many there are. Just say, look what he made. But people show his love and his grace, and who he is. Some people call it our witness, yes, but it's also our mirroring of God, our imaging of grace and forgiveness. One of your values is that you believe Jesus has said it, and that his word is true. And when you live according to his word in combination with Christ You live why you were made to live, how you were made to live, in the image of God restored. You bounce off you. It bounces off you, the word of God, in the sense that it shows to others also. Is that the way you're looking at life? Is that the way you view people of a different background and race? This is not limited to speed's. I was born Swedish with the name Larsen Knut. No, it's everyone. It's people who don't now know him at all. Thus we have missions. It's people who show and talk about his glory. Do you do that? It's people who help others and image or mirror God. Whoa, it's why we were made. We weren't made so God, so people would look and say, wow, she's pretty, or he's strong, or look how they made success. No! We were made to mirror the kindness and the love and joy, the fruits of the Spirit, peace, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, those characteristics of God. Is that you more and more and more as we grow? God made people, not so others would stare, uh, uh, stare at us and say, wow, look how she looks or he looks, but rather look at the kindness, look at the love. So an investor on Wall Street makes a, Huge killing of money or a day trader in Sea in this area at home. What does he do with it? He either says, I'm really good, or he gives part of it back to God and to others and gives thanks. A 10-year-old realizes he's strong and healthy and has great parents, and he either starts to get stuck up or he starts to reflect the grace and gratitude he has toward God. A mother has a baby and either says, look what we did or look what he's given us for his pleasure and honor and glory. A pastor watches a church grow and is a part of it and either says, oh yeah, or mirrors the image of God, the gratitude and goodness and love and Which is you? We're meant to keep realizing that we were made in the image of God to reflect Him and to show His love the way we help others, the way we care about other races, the way we settle differences, and finally, the way we live with Christ as Lord. Is this you? Don't try to live alone. We can't reflect God without knowing him because of the resurrection from the dead. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and he made man and woman in his image to reflect his goodness. Let's pray. Lord, help us believe that, realizing who you are and who we can be in Jesus Christ. Help us live this way by your Spirit. As you pray, if if you're not yet connected with God through Jesus Christ, through faith, I urge you just to ask God, help me know if this is true, that I can trust you, that I can believe in Christ and be connected. Ask someone afterwards. And if you're a Christian, pray something like this, God help me mirror more and more the evidence that you're in my life and your goodness and your love. Thank you God for hearing us. Thank you for who you are and who we are in connection. We pray in the name of Jesus, who changes our lives a day at a time. Amen.